Welcome everyone, you are listening to the I Am A Sparching Podcast with your host, Scott Knowles. Enjoy the show, it will probably suck. people this is scott knowles and you're listening to another episode of i'm a spartan ocr podcast on tonight's episode i interviewed gene casisum and he tells us about running the san jose sprint and a uh, super cool dude uh very motivated guy he motivated me to talk to him uh it's kind of a long interview uh but uh it's very worth listening to i uh, hope you enjoy it Hey everybody, I got Gene Casisum on the phone here with us. He's going to talk to us about the San Jose race he did last weekend. Uh, Gene, why don't you say hey to everybody? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up, Scott Knowles, and I am Spartan Podcast. Congratulations, buddy, on your uh, seventh, eighth show now, huh? Yeah, man. I'm pretty stoked about it. I really didn't think I was going to be able to pull this off. I'm really low-tech redneck here, but it's working out. I'm fired up. I love the show. Slowly but surely. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. So, Gene, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. I know absolutely nothing about, you know, California and what's going on over there. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, how what you do on your regular daily basis. Like, what how, what do you do for work? And... Oh, man, I'm, uh, you, know, uh, you know, for work, I'm a general manager for a real estate uh, brokerage. Uh, we sell real estate here in uh, uh, Sonoma, wine country, beautiful part of the country. Uh, and like you and, and, and everyone that's probably to come, come out here and uh, enjoy the beautiful weather, the beautiful rolling hills uh, close to the coast, uh, and it's just a, a great part of the world. I'm, I'm really lucky to uh, call this area my home. Now, I, when, when they were talking about San Jose race, and, and I'm thinking San Jose, that's probably <laughs> like a desert race, but in a lot of the pictures, it looks like a lush, just hillside. It, it looked like a very pretty venue. Well, I'll tell you, um, last year... Uh, it was called San Francisco, and uh, you know it, the the race venue itself is in uh, uh, a town called Patterson, uh, which is closer to, to Tracy. Uh, it's Central uh, Valley, California. It's about uh, I don't know an hour and a half away from the city of uh, San Jose, and it's also about an hour and a half away from San Francisco. But you know, but I understand you know it's a uh, you know as far wants to associate the location. Um, with the metropolitan area, and yeah. you know, I guess it's close enough. Close enough. Last year, uh, the same venue was called San Francisco, and it was hot. Uh, the super was there. It must have been ninety-five degrees, and it was the zombie death march. You know, <laughs> the whole time for me, uh, you know, just trying to survive and say, "Cool, you know, it was amazing." Uh, you know, everybody pushing through and then stopping. You know, under that one tree that happened every quarter of a mile, <laughs> we'd find 40, 
40 Spartans gathered around, you know, drinking water and just trying to stay out of the heat for uh, for a few minutes if they could. Yeah, I think I remember a, reading a sharp, post on that. Sharp, sharp contrast from uh, to, to this year uh, where, you know, it's been raining here a lot in California and we needed the rain. We've been in the drought. That drought is over. And uh, the uh, race venue is lush and green. And, that, and I can tell you, waking up and uh, walking towards the venue on uh, Sunday morning, um, it was a completely different location, gorgeous and beautiful, total contrast to um, uh, the, the hell we were going through last year. Right. So, so, so it was a little bit chillier this year? Uh, yeah, it's about 30 degrees uh, uh, less hot. Perfect weather. Uh, you know, it was uh, cooler you know, when we started. We had a, had a 9 o'clock open start time. Uh, you know, it might have been 48 degrees, but that was, uh, that was nice. By the time we, uh, you know, uh, I think it, it topped out at about uh, 72 degrees. Oh, wow, yeah, that's That's perfect weather. Perfect weather, yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, so how how many Spartan races have you done, Gene? Gene, I've done uh, about 10, over about three years. I got into racing for the first time in 2015. It was my first race. I want to dive into uh, how I got got into this crazy sport. (laughs) I think I got in it in 2015. Also, is when I started. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a, uh, a fun year. I'm a uh, I was fat, overweight, kind of just never not really on the program. Um, and I was hanging out with a buddy uh, who's ex-military, um, you know, over a beer, and I said, you know, I got to do something. You know, he says, I'm, I'm doing this thing called a Spartan race. You know, you should, you should do it. And I'm like, what is it involved? And he says, well, you got to run up hills. The first one, it was in Monterey. Um, it was about five months out. And uh, he said, you, should, you know, you should do it. You're going to, you're going to have to work and train up for, you know, for the race. But, uh, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be fine. I'm like, oh, okay. So I signed up. Well, I, I committed to it. Uh, next day. I poked around, found Spartan Race on YouTube. I found Joe DeSena and his uh, uh, talk on 60 Minutes uh, explaining, uh, you know, the death race. And I, you know, thought to myself, what the hell did I get myself into? I thought I was going (laughs) to (laughs) die. And so I very quickly realized that, um, hey, I'm out of shape. I don't want to die. I need to train, and that everything, uh, well, everything that I haven't been doing for the past couple decades, um, has not has not prepared me uh, for this race. So I need to get organized and uh, start figuring stuff, some stuff out. And uh, so that that was a catalyst uh, for me to you know get in get in with, with trainers, learn. I learned a lot about myself and my my body in the first five months of training, I learned that I didn't know how to run everything that I've uh, learned or you know, I didn't learn. I, just, I, I, I had no idea how to run. I was a heel striker. Um, right. I had no, I had no, no aerobic base. I had uh, little to no 
grip or hanging, you know, grip or hanging strength. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I spent all my time consuming, uh, stuff, um, you know, online, looking at YouTube videos, uh, trying to figure it all out while, uh, joining up with, uh, a couple of good trainers and, and, and putting some work in. So, you know, uh, the end result is that my first race was the 2015 Monterey Super, and uh, um, well, I finished. Put it that way. <laughs> well, you poured it on because you did the Super first, you know. So yeah, you know, committed to it. So um, you know, we did it as a team. You know, we we were we had a hard time. Uh, you know, our buddies was you know having cramps and you know we're, we're hanging out just trying to fix them because it's broken and so right. we we dragged each other over that finish line it was not pretty but we finished and you know got my uh, banana medal and uh, beer yeah but that was kind of the way we did it like I, I did my first trifecta we all did it as a team you know it was about five of us we all did it together and it was it was a blast man and we uh we really enjoyed it, but uh, I, I totally feel your story, you know, because I, you know, I was, you know, I used to work in a factory, and man, you was on your feet all the time, and feet were just killing you, and I was just eating horribly, man, and there was just, it come to that point where you got on the st- scale one day, and you were like, all right, man, enough's enough, I gotta do something, and I mean, and it, everybody will tell you, man, the hardest part about fitness is the diet, man, because... I love sweets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too, man. I, I, you know, you know, my my story is, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm Filipino, I'm Pacific Islander. Um, I've got the genetics uh, of, I've got, I can blame my dad for all of this, but uh, <laughs> I've, I've got, you know, I, I had doubt in my late twenties. Um, I was in denial of it. It, it, it struck me. It stopped me from uh, from being able to walk. But I was in denial that I had it. I kind of knew the symptoms, but I never thought to myself that I was stricken by a disease that I could prevent. It just kind of popped up, uh, and it would attack my ankles and my joints, and I would, uh, I would stop. And when it, whenever it would happen, I would have some stupid excuse, like uh, hurt myself, you know, I sprained my ankle. And that's why I'm limping. But I never, I didn't sprain. I didn't do anything to sprain it. It just kind of came on. And, you know, I just, I didn't have a real explanation. I never had it diagnosed. But it would be really painful for a few days. And then, uh, you know, it would go away. And over the next uh, decade, it just kind of came and went. And, you know, later in my 30s, it became um, more frequent and, you know, finally um, got to see a doctor and got to talk about it and diagnosed it. And he told me, he's like, I, you know, you've got gout, man. Mm. <laughs> and, and I said, how do I fix it? Well, a little medication and diet and exercise is going to go a long way. And that's where it's, that's really where my fitness journey started in that I was never, you know, I, I've never, I've never really, I was an athlete as a, as a, as a high school um, in high school, uh, but then I kind of went the kind of the gym route and spent a lot of time kind of lifting weights and getting swole. Yeah. But then I, but then I, you know, 
fell in love with beer. And I kind of that kind of turned into my twenties, and my, you know, my love for beer continued throughout my entire twenties and and thirties. And you know, I, you know, I, I'm in my you know late thirties, and I've swollen up to you know, two thirty, two hundred thirty pounds. I'm five foot seven. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 pushing a you know, I'm pushing a large uh, larger uh, weight, and uh, you know, I had to had to make a change. And so um, I started, you know, getting back to working out, doing my thing, just kind of training, but it wasn't never really enough. It wasn't until uh, I committed to running Spartan races that, you know, where, where I really got into shape. And yeah. it was in that period of uh, those, those five months from the time that I committed racing to racing to um, running the race, you know, I... Um, lost thirty five pounds. Wow! Over that over that period, and I felt strong, felt good. Not fast, but I lost a lot of weight. Right. So, um, my first you know first year, um, I um, lucky to burn my tri- trifecta that that first first year. It really was just about survival. I just committed to it because I knew that if I committed to doing something really hard and and, and doing it, that I was gonna stay on this fitness path and uh you know i continue to do that uh today i, I feel pretty good i continue to commit you know that uh you know it it drives me it's uh um i want to live man yeah i hear you <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's amazing how like you know when i mean i was already kind of healthy i i'd already decided i needed to change and I was like working out and, you know, kind of running. I wasn't running as much as I am now because I, I, I first started running and then I had some problems with my knees and then I just started working out and I would run once a week just to keep it up, you know, because I would always just have a little bit of problems with my knee pain and all. But, you know, when I did my first Spartan race, it was like everything clicked and it was like, okay, this is what I've been training to do, you know. I mean, when you do that first Spartan race, you're like, man, I just feel like a kid on the playground again. And just, I just, that amusement is just like something you, you didn't, you haven't had since, like you was a kid on the playground. Like, I haven't done anything this fun in that long. You know? I, I feel you, man. Every race is, is, is special, and I have a special story behind every, every race. I can tell you now, I seek out those playgrounds. You know, I seek out that a. You know, I seek out that a frame. I've worked on my flip. You know, you know, it's, you know. I, I I seek out the monkey bars now. You know, it's uh, uh, these are all things I'm doing in my forties that I never did in my twenties. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely I feel little, you, man. I did it a little bit when I was, uh, you know, maybe I was ten or eleven. You know, but uh, you know, uh, now, hey, you know, uh, I see it, go and get it, and it's uh, it's fun. It's, yeah. fun, it's fun to climb up to the top of the mountain and see a view that uh, would have never seen if I had not trained and prepared and ran uh, a spun race. Never, never, never would have got to the top of uh, Squaw Valley Yeah, to run a world championship race unless I would have got into uh, a Spartan race. Never would have got to the top of a Toro Park and see the, see the views. Uh, Unless I got into a spark race, never would have uh, you know uh, challenged myself to 
to uh, to run in hundred degree heat in the, oh, in, yeah. in the dry space. But I survived, right? So and it's like you know you, uh, you get that runner's high, and like and I've got a, tons of friends that are just you know big runners and they run a lot and uh, and I and I'm always telling them I'm like you got to try one of these. I said the the runner's high that you get. I mean, and then you you do an OCR, it's like tenfold more. I mean, it's just like you get the adrenaline and the runner's high, and it all just mixes together in this awesome birthday cake. You know, <laughs> every time, every time. And, every I, time. I, and I've got to, I've got to say the uh, you know you know at first the, you know the first race it was just a survival and a uh, just accomplishment just to, to finish. I I, you know, I got to tell you that the community itself, the Spartan community, and you know, I'm involved in organizing you know, Spartan 4.0 online, is that the community is just awesome. It I mean, is. You know, you, know, pa- pa- you, know, you know, passionate people are interesting. Yeah. You know, people who are really passionate and share their passion, they're really interesting. And, you know, and, and, and people who are, 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 are passionate and integrated with other passions are even more interesting. That's like, Scott, yeah, I really respect you. You love Spartan racing and love podcasting, and you're yeah. pulling it together, and that makes it fun. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's like you said, you know, Spartan, it, it is. It's like, a, it's like a big family, and anytime you see somebody that's wearing a shirt you know, and you'll go up to them and you'll talk to them and you'll say, well, what race did you do? And, you know, and I did this race. And, you know, if you see somebody that's got a sticker on their car, you know, you'll you'll go up to them and talk to them. But if, you know, if they just had a sticker on their car that, you know, said 13.1, you'd probably be like, oh, okay, they run, you know. But, you know, Spartan, it's like you said, it's like an extended family, man. It's, it's, an, it's a culture, you know. It is, it is a culture and we have a kinship with, uh, yeah, anyone that has uh, uh, run and raced in a race and a finished, you know, we can, uh, you know, sit down and you know, we can just chat. Yeah. <laughs> we can just chat about races. We can chat about challenges. We can talk, you know, we can talk about how we got there. We can, yeah. we can talk about how, you know, the next one we're going to do. We can talk about the obstacles that are coming up. We can, you know, that's, it, it, it's fun because, you know, we're, we're passionate about it and everybody, what it, what, what it seems is that, uh, you know, the uh, folks that run Spartan races, you know, and, uh, you know, really become involved in them, really just passionate about life. Yeah, totally, and, man. And it's like and, uh, that, your worst, your, your worst Spartan race is still your best adventure, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, just the, the thrill, the thrill of all of it. Yeah, and you are right. My, you know, worst, worst, Part of races, ones were injured, walked out, and I've come out and and in big trouble for my wife for being injured and ending up in uh, ER. Are, Bob, some of my best experiences, actually. Oh man, what happened to her? <laughs> well, you know, here's what happened. You know, so, uh, Sacramento Sprint, uh, 2015. That was the last race of my season. Uh, I was. Um, you know, still, you know, kind of running off of my high of completing uh, the uh, World Championship course at Tahoe. I signed up for the uh, Sacramento Sprint uh, a month later. 
Um, it was raining that day. Uh, the course was uh, muddy, uh, sloppy, uh, and um, well, uh, I was fired up to race. So I, I signed up and raced alone. Um, and that's not something that, you know, I've always had somebody go out there with me, but my wife was concerned about me driving out to a race, uh, racing and then going out on, you know, and then coming home because of how much effort to put out there. Um, you know, the race was, uh, you know, was, you know I, I was, uh, carrying a bucket and I, I at the top of the hill, I, I slipped, landed square on my knee. Oh, yeah, blood everywhere. Right? <laughs> uh, blood splurting out, and I'm sitting on the bucket, and people are running over and telling me, you know, it's like, you get, you know, call the medic, and uh, you know, I'm sitting, you know, I'm just sitting down, just took a second to kind of do a, 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 a check down on myself, and, you know, this is when one of the um, great Spartan staff kind of walked over, you know, and, you know, I'm holding, you know, somebody brought a, uh, like, some duct tape or something. And uh, so I'm yes. kind of trying to kick the knee, right? And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, just stop, just stop the bleeding, right? And so I just tape it, wrap, just tape I, it, just, just tape the damn thing up. And so uh-huh. I, yeah, I taped it up. I'm sitting on the, I'm sitting on this bucket, thinking, okay, what the hell is going on? And, yeah, the staff comes over and he says, okay, you know, if I call the medic, you DQ, you're done. Like, he's like, do you need the medic? Like, I don't know. I need to do a check down of myself. I'm assessing yeah, the so situation, I guess, sir. I, I, I stand up. <laughs> I'm like, can I put weight on it? Yeah. Okay. Can I walk on it? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> can I finish? Gotta finish. Right. So I said, I'm all right. Okay, I'm gonna see how I do. And uh, you know, I, I I limped away. I didn't really run the rest of the race, but it was a sloppy mess and. And it was painful to get it done, but I but I finished the race. There's still uh, two more miles to go. Wow! And I finished the race. That's right. Only totally just all on, you know, just all my, you know, out on my, out on my own, and, you know, and I'm limping through the mud, the sloppy mess through the, uh, 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 through the event venue, and uh, you know, the, the pain started creeping up in my knee. I walked over to the medic. Um, you know, you know the the, the you know, it was it was nasty, dirty, right? Because it's muddy, and it's a uh, um, uh, uh, Sacramento is a uh, ranch, cattle ranch. All right. And a lot of yeah, water obstacles, and so we're kind of <laughs> all kind of healthy bacteria got in that wound, you know. That nasty stuff, you know, a lot of nasty mud, gnarly stuff. With that yeah, that yeah, surgical that. duct tape you used probably kept it all out though, so you were okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the medic, medic kind of cleaned it up, and it was you know it was hurt, you know it was hurt pretty good. And you know, you know she says, you know if that if the pain gets out of you know starts creeping up, you really should go see a doctor. It might be infected. Like okay, whatever. I'm headed home. I'm done. Right. I'm going to get my T-shirt and my fit aid <laughs> <laughs> and my free beer. <laughs> yeah. So I hop in the car, call my wife, tell her, you know, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm headed home now. I'm all good. You know, 
kind of hurt my knee, but I'm good. I'll, I'll be home an hour and a half. It's about how far, how long it takes to drive home. So, uh, I get in a car, drive, you know, driving down the road, and, oh, man, pain just goes, starts going uh, through through the roof as I'm driving. Oh, man. By myself, dry, driving home, I'm like, oh, man, I'm in trouble. I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to my phone to take me to the hospital and somehow the magic machine in the phone gives me directions to UC Davis uh, emergency room and I, uh, I, I get to roll up the emergency room and figure out what the hell do I have to park in a parking spot or do I get to roll right up to the front of the thing? <laughs> I need to go <laughs> no sir um, this is for gunshot victims only you're going to have to go park in the parking lot that's a block away <laughs> yeah, uh, hobbled my ass, you know, hobbled my ass in, and, you know, um, with a rainy day Sunday at UC Davis, Sacramento, uh, you know, it was a busy place. Oh, I imagine. So, uh, man, they, they, they sit me down in a wheelchair in the hallway, and, uh, you know, I'm banging my head on against the wall in pain, things throbbing, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm dying, uh, and, uh. No water, no food, still muddy from the race. Not even any ice. You know, three hours before I'm seen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> mm. Eventually, eventually, I, yeah, I get, yeah, I get the doctor, and he treats me and gives me some, you know, good drugs and stuff and gets it all down. And I only see two or three other Spartans in the ER that night. <clears throat> You should have started. You should have started. You should have started saying, "I, I have chest pains too." <laughs> so you know, I just had a real bad. I just had a real bad cut contusion. You know, it just opened up and some nasty stuff got in there, and yeah, I got infected. And so you know, they you know, they, they treated they treated me right, and you know, and and let me go. Well, but that uh, was the. Uh, uh, the catalyst for my wife saying, telling me that uh, she installed a rule called the uh, no solo homie rule. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, no running solo homie. <laughs> but you should have been like, but, but honey, everybody out there is my Spartan brother and sister. I was never alone. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ever alone there. <laughs> And so that, uh, so since that rule, uh, I was like, okay, so I'm going to need to, what I need to do from now on is, uh, surround myself with, uh, a, a giant team of really good people, watch out each, you know, watch out for each other. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, that was at the very beginning of, uh, of Spartan 4.0 and, uh, it has grown into a, uh, incredible community of almost uh, 9,000 uh, members across the nation and I can um, uh, you know I can call and say you know I've met uh, wow a ton of awesome people yeah Spartans uh, it's an that, awesome that group that we, that we connect and uh, you know we have, we have fun every single time we race and we get together outside of uh, outside of the races for training training days and, and hiking days around the Bay Area here and and every time, you know, we have we have we have a, we have a great time. Yeah, there, there's not a, there's not as many four O Spartans in the South as there is 
like in the northeast and out west because me and my buddy michael we'll start a spartan 4-0 team for a race and we'll be like the only two people on the team <laughs> but hey 4-0 yeah, strong well, was, right yeah 4-0 <laughs> is strong you know it's all about recruiting you know that's right. Like in the real estate business, right? You just, you know, start, start the team and then start, you know. That's right. We know, represented and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, we're, all, we're all having fun. So <laughs> did, did you run, did you run both days at San, San Jose? I, I didn't run both days. I, I just ran, um, uh, on the sprint. I didn't run the super. Um, I'm, uh, I'm easing into the season, uh, over, you know, I'm geez, man, 44 years old. We've got injuries and stuff dealt with over the holidays. Oh, man. Uh, uh, fighting back a little Achilles tendonitis. Oh, that ain't uh, fun. No, not fun at all. You know, but, you know, been treating it, have a good PT. They put me through the, uh, this Grafton technique grinder. You ever, ever heard of that stuff? Now, isn't it's that... Soft, that's soft tissue, soft tissue... Uh, soft tissue work. Yeah, but that, that grind on the. Uh, I think I'm thinking of. I think I'm thinking of like scraping, where it's actually kind of like a really, really soft kind of like rock thing, and don't they? Is it? Yep. Is that what it is? It's similar to that. Yeah. So they, they use a uh, grass and technique use a little tool, and it is scraping, and yeah. it is aggressive. Uh, but they, it really gets in there, and uh, that's I think helped me come back uh you know come back stronger uh i've been you know off season training on the on on the road and increasing mileage while over the past year kind of migrating to zero drop shoes right i i think i think the combination of uh uh really having four i I have four dorsiflexion I, i i don't have a lot of mobility in my ankles so that combined with being in zero drop shoes plus running on asphalt for 10 miles for a couple of days in a row, I think that's what um, hit me on the uh, Achilles uh, tendonitis. So I worked that out and uh, made some adjustments, uh, you know, with, uh, with my shoes. I'm not using zero drop shoes yeah, at the moment. I've got a little bit of, little bit of a drop. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, got it worked out with uh, PT, and, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm back on it, and feeling pretty good, and uh, this last race, in fact, in, in uh, you know, the Graham is my, uh, my best race yet. Big improvement, I moved from the, the back of the pack to the uh, kind of, you know, top third <laughs> of the pack, so... All I know is, is that trick shot video with that spear was freaking awesome, man. And I, I'm totally gonna, I'm totally yeah. gonna post that somewhere on the Facebook page so people could see it because that was, yeah. that was freaking awesome. And I laughed <laughs> when with the excitement of it because everybody's been there and everybody's done it. It's, it's, it's awesome, man. The first time you land a spear in a race, it is like. I, I, I've said it a million times. It's just like Christmas morning, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you know, I love it. And hey, I, you know, I, you know, thirty burpees. That sucks, right? So you know, I, you know, watch something online where you know, hey, you could throw it underhand, and I practiced a couple times, and it seemed to work. And 
um, you know, since moving to that technique, I'm five for five. So I am. Wow. You know, every single time that I uh, that I hit it, because it works, man. I don't have, you know, I don't have a lot of pride, you know. Right, <laughs> man. It. It is. It feels good. It totally looked. I mean, it totally looked like you had it down pat. How I do it? <laughs> yeah, that that's that was it was sweet, man. I was it was a cool video for sure. So did did and you? I, I, I was lucky, you know, uh, lucky running. I could see the finish line. I got fired up. Yeah, uh, it's it, and, and uh, you know, the catch up with Ryan Shaw, who's uh, you know he's. Uh, He's, uh, you know, he was, uh, on the, uh, he was on the TV show and the team show and he, he shoots some, uh, some live video and Snapchat stuff for Spartan Men. So he, so he caught me running down and, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to catch you film. I'm like, oh, crap. Man, you catch me on video. I better come through. <laughs> I better come through, yeah. <laughs> Man, that was awesome, dude. That was freaking yeah. awesome. So, so did you have to do any burpees? Did you get penalized on anything? I did have to do burpees, so um, I've got two sets of burpees. I I, I burpeed on the on the multi rig. Now on the the multi rig was uh, uh, it, it, it was well, it was all rings this this year. No ropes, no no nothing. I should have hit it. I came so close. I probably I felt like I spent a minute on the thing. Mm. Um, so I I have not. Uh, Learned how to traverse from a ring to ring with momentum. I um, it's ugly. Yeah. If I get to the first one, I grab the next one. I'm hanging on the next one. I'm trying to keep everything bent. I'm I'm moving to the next one. Yeah, I'm moving to the next one. I'm swinging around. I'm spinning around. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I I'm hanging on for dear for dear life, and I I feel like I spent a minute out there. It's, it's like I'm when you hanging. grab that. When you grab that one ring and it just spins you around in a circle and you're like, oh, great, uh, now what? <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed. Like, but then, but then, I, but then I, can, I recover and I can get to the next ring, but yeah, I've still got three more to go, but then it's all over again. And, yeah, that's how I feel about one. And yeah, I did my burpee on that. Right. <laughs> also failed the rope. I'm usually pretty good with the rope. Uh, I, I, I got about three quarters of the way up and flipped. Uh, I didn't have a good, I did not have a good foothold, um, and flipped down and, um, and, and, and I failed. Right. So uh, the, I got everything else. <laughs> that's cool. So they had, they had that new one, the Olympus there too, didn't they? Yeah, they got the Olympus. Uh, first time you saw that, that was the, I got it on Saturday in Atlanta, but on Sunday, I just, I couldn't keep my feet up, and like I was having to do it on my knees, and I got probably three quarters of the way and just totally lost it. Oh, yeah. How, how, how did yeah, you? Yeah, I, I like that. You know, I think, you know, just moving quick, reversing, trying to move, trying try to move quick. The more time you spend up there, the more fatigued you get, uh, getting feet up, 
high, squat down, uh, and you know, and I, and I, and I, you know, I, I go for the holes, uh, you know, initially, and then you know, grab onto the uh, uh, you know the the rock climbing handles, uh, you know, if they have to. Yeah, I think that's where I messed up on the second day is I didn't get my feet up high enough on the first try, uh-huh. and I went to my knees, uh-huh. and I just like, and I just said, well, crap, I'll just stay on my knees when I probably should have tried to get my feet back up, and I was running in different shoes, and I, I don't know, maybe if it was the shoes or what, but yeah, I think uh-huh. definitely the way to do it is to put your feet flat on it and put them up as high as you can. I think so, yeah. And, you know, that little bit of friction with your feet helps, to, you know, to, to keep you up. And you can use it kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, you know to keep the pressure yeah. uh, and and keep your balance. That works for me. Yeah. I, wonder yeah, if, I got through it. I, I wonder <laughs> if anybody's just fell flat on their back, like they lost grip with their hands at the same time and just fell flat on their ass off of that obstacle, I wonder. Somebody's had it's to done it. It definitely happened, but uh, it's not on video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where somebody might have been videoing it, and then they saw it happen, and they went, ooh, and moved the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, the, uh, the Olympus was yeah, the Olympus was fine. The uh, barbed wire at uh, Diablo Grand was... Uh, Man, I saw a picture of it, and it looked like it was going uphill, too. That It looked serious. It, 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 it was going uphill. It was kind of a dry hay. It was just super, super long, and so it's just a, it was just a big, long grind. And so, you know, you know, what are we doing to just get through it? You know, we're rolling. I'm singing. I like singing while going through it, just trying to keep it fun. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rolling around, I'm singing, I'm like, rolling, 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 <laughs> keep them doggy rolling. <laughs> Getting dizzy just and trying to, not to puke. trying to go, just let me spin around, talking to myself, I need to spin around, I need to roll the other direction, She wasn't hearing your uh, confession there then. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I, I said it. It was at the barbed wire call at uh, the other <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, like, you, we know your spear throw was freaking epic, but what was what would you say was, like, the best part of the race to you? What was the best part of it? What's the best? What was the best? part of the race. Well, you know, I, you know, I think the, the, 
probably the, the best part of the race really was most times like a roll, it was like in the rolling mud. <laughs> yes. Now <laughs> you know, there, there was a lot of rolling mud, um, obstacles, and they were really wet on both sides on the way in and on the way out. And so, um, just getting down and dirty, slipping right on down, slipping right on down, getting down into the mud and finding my way out, slipping the slide and get out. That was the most, most fun. <laughs> it was real cool. It was muddy. It was dirty. And it, you know, it wasn't easy. Uh, I don't know. So if on you... the way down, on the way down, it just kind of, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a, uh, uh, Jack and Crocker, who's uh, you know running and diving into these things, right? I, you know, I am sliding on my ass. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's me totally. I, I don't I don't know if you if you saw the video, and I'm not sure if it was on the super or the sprint, but it was like there was Spartan was doing a live feed, and it was either second or third place male coming in and right before the dunk wall it, it totally just looked like from the top of the mound he just cannonballed into the water oh yeah it was sweet oh yeah these guys feet just you know they're going full yeah. speed launching into the into the mud pit and into the dunk wall Complete, I, I, I can't do that, but you know, those, oh, these guys are badasses, man. <laughs> it, yeah, if, if I would have done that, the water probably only would have been like a foot deep, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been my problem. or There would have been like yeah, a structure that's... support there for the dunk wall, and I would have just nailed it or something. Yeah, yeah I, 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 would, I would jump, just jump too far and land you know, flat up against the wall. And then splat. <laughs> Get into the barbed wire that's on top down. of it. Mud is always fun. Getting in and out, you know, you know, it, you know, is, is a lot of fun. The dunk wall, you know, of course, is fun. You know, just you know, prepare, preparing for that, knowing that you have know, this photographer on the other side, thinking that you know, yeah. you're going to come out. You know, all badass, and somebody's going to take a badass picture of you. It didn't work out for me this yeah, time. Yeah, I saw those pictures. You know, but... They were pretty good of you. <laughs> so, I had a plan. It didn't work. <laughs> you know, and it was nasty. So, <laughs> 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 got to laugh at that. Got to laugh at it. It um, looked, it looked like you popped up out of the water, and you was like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and my hands are dirty and I cannot wipe them yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know how many times I've had to just, after a race, have to just change my contacts out because they're totally shot from the dunk wall. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah, the, yeah the, uh, be, you know, being wet um, a lot of the race made uh, you know, parts of the, uh, the race a lot more challenging. Um, you know, we got this rolling mud, got wet a lot. There were creeks. So um, I was lucky to get through the monkey bars, but there are a lot of folks um, failing the monkey bars, uh, particularly on the leads early in the morning, uh, you know, with uh, you know, with wet hands. Yeah, uh, going through that. Yeah. Man, if the monkey bars are dry, they're a piece of cake. But like early in the morning, if there's condensation on them, 
man, it's a totally different obstacle. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, I saw, you know, we see that having the uh, 9 o'clock start as the elites came through um, and watching the, the, the elites, uh, the women come through, the leaders, uh, Rhea and uh, Faye Benning coming through, and uh, Rhea um, failed that, that obstacle, and um, Faye came through, and, uh, you know, she took her time with it and and, and cleared it took off and made a, made a huge difference. I, you know, overall didn't make, uh, you know, it wasn't enough of a difference because Rhea, uh, ended up winning the race. Uh, but you know, you can, you can see how feeling that obstacle to just make a, make that, that huge difference. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing to watch all of that happening really up, up close. Yeah, man. I tell you what, man, these elite girls, man, they don't get enough credit, man, because, you know, they, I mean, I'm not saying they're weaker, but, you know, like on the on the grip strength obstacles, you know, you'll see where even the top elite women will end up having to do like maybe 90 burpees a race, you know, or 120 burpees on a race. You know, that's a lot of burpees. And they're still yeah. just flying and having to push through, you know, the lower end of the elite heat too and get around them, you know. they They have to deal with a lot more than the – the men elite do for sure they do they are amazing they are absolutely amazing but man when because the only race where i was at where a, a lot of the the female elites passed me was at Asheville because that was the one where it was on tv so there was a lot of big there's a lot of big names there and uh i man i i know they probably hate going through the men trying to get around them and everything but i was like oh my god there's lindsey webster there's face stinning i and, you know it was just it was just cool just saying go rose go get them you know yeah i enjoyed that's, cheering that's, them that's, on that's, as i was that's... getting chicked by all of them <laughs> <laughs> people you know if you go up to them and say oh, hey yeah. you know you know i was watching the race and i seen how you do this and you got any tips on how to do this and i mean they'll just i mean they'll talk to you like you know they ain't got nothing better to do you know what i mean and it's just really cool yeah i've, I've, I've never met a spartan pro that's uh, been like it you know all they've all been you know really supportive and they answer any questions anytime they're all pretty cool yeah <clears throat> Well, all right, man, so we talked about what was the best part of the race. Was there any part of the race that you would have said was, like, the worst part or the part that you was like, dang, you know? There was, uh, you know, was there any dang? Okay, well, yeah, were you disappointed about anything? God, it's hard to be disappointed, you know, when we're out there having fun. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's, you know, the, uh, I guess, you know, there was an area where, you know, the, the twister obstacle didn't make it down. 
for the race. And it was and it was substituted with these kind of low kind of low hurdle things. And um, you know, so you know, we arrived at it and we're just kind of confused. <laughs> and you know, it's just these low. I don't know. They're about you know, I don't know, two two feet. They're you know, like two foot hurdles, little little A frame hurdles. Three of them. Right. And we just kind of we kind of ran up to it and like, okay, what the heck we do with this? And nobody really said anything, so we just kind of you know, kind of ran over it, kind of hurdled <laughs> over it. And, you know, and so we're like, okay, all right, let's keep going. And then uh, you know, apparently we were supposed to bunny hop kind of uh, money hop over it. Um, you know, but you know, it wasn't that clear. I don't think it really mattered. We just kind of said, okay, what's this? And kind of <laughs> wasn't really disappointed. It was just kind of more confusing. It was like, okay, what do you do with that? You know? And the obstacle was go called the bunny hop. We'll go, we'll go, up, we'll go over it. <laughs> and keep going. So, I mean, if that's the worst part of the day, man, that's a pretty damn good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <clears throat> Well, all right, man. Like, are you, do you are you that type of person that has like a uh, uh, like a, a race ritual, like something you always do? Whether it might be what do you do the day before a race, the morning of a race, or it could be like anything after a race. Like, if if you got a race weekend coming up, what does Gene do to prepare for the race? No, oh, what am I doing? You know, leading up to the race. Nutrition wise, I really don't change much in in terms of um, you know in terms of nutrition. Try not to eat you know uh, uh, a ton of uh, of fiber or uh, you know a ton of meat. There's, you know just keeping it you know just lighter, uh, you know simple white rice. Um, you know, am I? Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a social guy, right? So before and after the race, for me, it's about getting uh, getting people together, seeing all the uh, characters that we uh, we we've we've met before, and maybe it's, uh, uh, you know, exchanged uh, uh, support and compliments online. And uh, I, I always try to create opportunities to meet up, you know, before races and at and post race for some type of uh, you know, after, you know, event. Because uh, to me, um, what I really enjoy is, you know, not just getting out there and getting it and challenging ourselves, but uh, hearing and hearing the stories of um, of other people. Every single person I've ever met uh, running Spartan races or, or passionate about Spartan races has a story. And um, what I enjoy the most is hearing their story um, you know, from themselves and them sharing it with me. I really do enjoy that. And the time that we really get that story is, you know, just, you know, spending time, spending time with these great people. And it's really, you know, we're before and, and after the race. Um, that's, that's what I enjoy the most. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's kind of like why I started this podcast. I just want to talk to the people and, let them tell me their story and their experiences of what they've done on the race and what they think about it. And, you know, and just, I just, I like to talk to people about how they Spartan, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just fun really to, for me, man. I, 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 everybody, everybody has a story. And what's amazing is that all of it is, you know, it's kind of, you know, you don't know what it is until, you know, 
they share. They're gonna, you know, they may share with, you know, with with you online, but that's just really just a glimpse. But to hear it from them directly, face to face, on the you know, on the hill, on a, on a hike, or you know, over a beer, or or beforehand, to hear these these stories of uh, uh, triumph and, and transformation, you know, that's really fun to me. You know, good people everywhere. Yeah, man. We need to connect with them, right? That's right. But someday, someday you and I, Scott, we're going to race. I know we're it. We're going to hang out. Man, I want to come to Tahoe so bad, man. Maybe this will be the year. Oh, yeah, man. Come, come. You know, we've got the whole, you know, Far Four O. We've got a nice headquarters right there in Squaw Valley, right next to the venue. You could, you know, we'll have a, a pre-feast man on friday before the race we've got a catered we'll have uh, one of the local guys come out and make great food we have a whole clubhouse um it's good fun man i'd love to if if, my, if i got travel funds le- left at the end of the year i'm probably going to try to do it <clears throat> all right me and my buddy we've pretty much got a we've got a race planned once a month so we got a busy schedule we're going to try to get a six trifecta this year we're going to try to wow. We're gonna try. Wow, to. that's a that's a big medal. Yeah, well, you know, we, we're <laughs> we're doing a couple of a beast runs where we're just gonna run the beast on Saturday and Sunday. So that's the only way wow. you can do. That's the only way you can do it. We're we're gonna try to hit a lot of the ones over here in the southeast, and we're gonna go to a few of them up up north, but not real far up north. We're gonna we're gonna go to New Jersey, go to Virginia, and West Virginia. Right on, man. That sounds like a fun 2017. Yeah, we're we're stoked about going and doing that West Virginia trifecta weekend. We think that's going to be a blast. Right on. Yeah, I got to get myself out to the East Coast and do some races. I've been ah, stuck to close to home. Yeah, I know, man. Here in California, man, it's hard to travel and do all this stuff and work all this stuff. So do the best that we can and get outside when we can, race when we can, and have fun every time. That's right, man. That's right. So, so Gene, tell me, is there like products or like supplements, gear? What is like that your go-to product that you swear by that you just got to have for a race? Share us your secrets. Yeah, there's a couple products I've been using for a while. I, I have been using uh, Beat Elite for uh, you know over a year now. Um, you know, I, I think it helps. I think it helps me out. Um, you know, beets and beet cherries also, uh, have, uh, uh, characters and properties that helps my, uh, my gout condition. So I'm not sure if it's helping ward all the symptoms away from that, uh, you know, that operating condition, but I haven't had anything happen to me since I got fit and been taking beetle So I believe in it. I use it. I feel that it's, uh, you know, it helps me out every time. All right, so um, it, I, I, I use it consist, consistently, have been using it consistently, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think it helps. So, um, so do, you, do, you take it, do you take it every day, or do you just, like, load it up a week before the race, or? I, I take it uh, every day. Every day that I've, uh, I'm working out, so, you know, five days, five days a week, I uh, have a little four-ounce uh, glass as a shot, you know, Two scoops of the stuff, yeah, and uh, four ounces of water, and it's uh, you know, and I'm good to go. Don't need coffee, 
taste of it but some people you know they're just like eh, it's nasty but they still stomach it and drink it anyway but i like it it's good to me i kind of like it yeah, i don't make them weird but you know i, I kind of like it i think it's i think it's good now other stuff that you know that works for me yeah you know, i'm a member of uh of yancey camp oh yeah uh, yancey camp is uh um you know got a lot of great Great workouts in there. Now, if I did everything that Yancey told me to do, I'd actually probably be a better athlete. <laughs> <laughs> and man, I've heard uh, about know. some of his workouts, and it's like, wow, that sounds really hard. <laughs> well, you know, you know there, there's no doubt that they're they're intense, uh, and you know, it's you know, they're, they're direct, you know, they're directly related to OCR racing, and so you know sticking with the program and doing what, what he says is going to help. Now it's, uh, you know, he, he, he focuses on all the parts that we need to be successful as partner race athletes. And, you know, we gotta, we're going to carry stuff. We're going to, we're going to run, you know, we're going to do a lot of grip, grip and pull strength. Um, you know, but the program, I, uh, I'm uh, connected with Matt Novakovich, right. uh, and a member for, uh, I don't know, about eight months now. I, I don't, follow it nearly as much as you need to but you know, as with everything you know, I get you know, great information I pick up nuggets and I do do what I can and I know that if, you know, I, I, I suspect that if I surround myself with good people that know what they're talking about yeah. you know, and, and if I have the discipline to do the work necessary to, to improve then I will improve so, so not, have you gotten up the three-hour incline? If I, if I did everything they said <laughs> all the time, I would be an athlete, but oh, I don't, yeah. and so I'm middle of the pack. Yeah, but we talking. we got jobs, man. Come on, you know we got. I know, you know. I know, I know. We got jobs, <laughs> you know. We got real life. Well, yeah, we just we do this for fun, so yeah. you know, I like being. You know, I think it's a you know very portable um, and easy way to you know to get the best information from a uh you know um uh, from guys that know what the hell they're doing that's right 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 so um you know it's a you know it's a it's a, it's a great program i you know, i i would invite anybody to to check it out or reach out to, to yancey and uh, you know and, and learn a little bit more i i i like being around uh that stuff um you know and that you know, it kind of works for me right uh, other products that I use, I've been wearing the same compression shorts in every race uh, since my first race. I've got a you pair know, of you know, two XU shorts. Um, you know, they've survived and uh, worked really well for me. I've kind of migrated the shoes a bit. Uh, I, I've been uh, using uh, Ultra Superior uh, 2.0. Uh, I've been wanting to try those. Do you, do you like those? I, I love the shoes. They are great shoes. They're, they're zero drop. They've got a little bit of cushion to them. They drain fast. They've got a wide toe box. All the things that I that I want. Um, 
you know, I think, you know, because of zero draw with my, uh, with my, um, with my, the, my, my, my inflexibility in my ankle, it, it could be a problem. So I migrated away from a zero drop shoe, um, for, you know, since, um, having this case of the Achilles tendonitis. So I've, I've, I've moved away to a, uh, a new balance kind of a, I think they call it a v, v, VZ, um, trail shoe, also very light, um, which has, which has a little bit more, it has more drop than, right. than the, uh, than the ultras. But I still, I still love them. I still wear them. I still run in them. Um, I'm, uh, trying to not have a lot of miles, you know, in them because I don't want the Achilles uh, tendonitis to come back. I, I'll probably come back to them over time. Um, Stinger, I like the honey stingers too. They're pretty good. Yeah, honey stingers. That's what. Hammer, hammer, and honey stingers, right? Uh, honey stingers. What little waffle things? I like those. Oh yeah, man, them things are good. <laughs> I don't even have to be at a race. I'll just tear those open and eat them for a snack. <laughs> All right, man, I got just a couple more questions for you. Probably should have asked these earlier on. Uh, so sure. what obstacle do you dread the most? You know, um, the monkey bars, I've always dread. Here's why. Because I had failed it content, uh, consistently uh, before I had surgery on my surgery beginning of last year i had not uh succeeded at the monkey bars mainly because i had uh, you know limited uh i think i had well, limited strength and limited um uh, range of motion and uh the, the strain of the races kind of piled on um you know uh, at the end of the 2015 season and i chose uh a surgery uh, beginning of 2016, so I was kind of out of commission. I was kind of out of commission for a while, but I knew I was going to come back stronger, stronger than ever. Um, I had a torn rotator cuff and torn labrum, uh, so I was, uh, uh, I was I was out, and it, and it killed me for for several months as I was uh, rehabbing, and I knew. Uh, when I, you know, came out of rehab, I was, was going to take a lot of work to get my shoulder strength back uh, up, and it was always scary because, you know, 
I want, you know, I want to get stronger, yet I know I have, I, I know I, I have to push in order to, um, you know, to get, to get better. So I'm, I was thrilled to uh, nail the monkey bars at the last race. It was actually the first time that I've uh, nailed it because I've been dealing with uh, injuries all this time, and I'm now I'm, I'm stronger uh, awesome. than I ever have before, and uh, I was able to complete it. You know, when you, when you maybe, have, I'm not as a, maybe I'm not as afraid of it anymore. That's, <laughs> I know when you have a shoulder injury, I mean, it, it's hard to do a lot of exercises. I mean, it's hard to do chest flies. I mean, you pretty much can't do any shoulder workouts. And some back exercises, you can't do either. So shoulder injuries will really, really hinder you pretty bad, you know, if it's serious enough. Yeah, you know, it was, um, you know, in, in 2015, I just kind of made it through the season. Uh, who knows, you know, how long that, that injury was there. I might have even been there before I even, uh, uh, you know, started Spartan racing. You know, it, 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 it hurt uh, in the middle of the season. And I, I took a few cortisone shots to, I guess, mask the pain because it was already torn. And it got me through the season. I just kind of... Just kind of delayed everything. I just kind of got through it. It felt good. Three months later, pain would come back. Couldn't lift my shoulder over my head. You know, so eventually, I knew that I would have to um, have a procedure done. Kind of, so I kind of postponed it until kind of the off season or when it was convenient. Got it done. So yeah, I knew kind of going in that you know they were going to clean everything out and I was going to come back and it was going to be a lot of work. And that was basically the first uh, half of last year. Um, fortunately, I got started with great trainers and good people and was able to maintain my fitness and keep a positive attitude while uh, I was pretty much, you know, you know, not able to use my, my arm. And so I was uh, back, um, you know, back in racing again. I had surgery in February of 2016. I was back and on the course um, in, in, um, in June of uh, 16, so, um, you know, and, and, and able to, uh, at least, uh, I, uh, in, in that case, I was actually able to do the rope climb using my, my, you know, using my feet a lot, but uh, um, I was thrilled to get back out on the course just four months after having um, shoulder surgery. So I was pretty, felt pretty good about that. Hey, man. <laughs> So, so now I'm just trying to stay injury-free. Get outside, yeah. have fun, challenge myself, yet not get injured. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the biggest fear of doing any OCR is getting hurt and not being able to run any more races, you know, or having to take a surgery and take downtime. I mean, I can only imagine how much it sucked when – you're trying to recover from surgery and you're seeing everybody post on social media about, man, look what I did this weekend at the race. And you're like, shut up. Yeah, that sucks. You know, but you know, I, you know, you know, I was uh, motivated by it, inspired yeah. by it and knew that I had a lot of work ahead of me, you know, to get back, be able to, uh, you know, to be out there. And race. And I wanted to be out there with everybody. Yeah. You know, I still went to the races. I still, I still flew to Montana and, you know, joined the team. Still had the weekend. Still, still, you know, was out there with the team on these days because I was inspired by them. But I couldn't, but I couldn't race. So I, I sat on the sidelines, and, you know, a little bit more of a cheerleader than, um, you know. But you know, by 
by June of last year, getting back to it. It felt great. You know, so now coming in this year, uh, you know, she's dealing with a different kind of injury with the, uh, with the Achilles, you know, but working that out, I think now it's just like, okay, I want to do this. I want to race. I want to be outside. I want to be with great people. Yeah. So in order to be able to do that, I have to actually takes work. I have to work on it. But I need to but, work out every day. I need to get myself stronger. I got to, you know, roll on balls. I got to <laughs> have to do all this mobility stuff at night. I got to get my nutrition right. I have to build up my endurance. I have to do everything if hmm. I want to keep continuing that. Because, you know, because if I don't, then um, all those things that uh, you know, I, I really enjoy doing just won't be available to me. That's right, and and man, that's that's the that's the positive way to look at it. And I loved I loved your answer there. You know, even though you you couldn't do the race, you still you know you went to the race and put yourself there, just as you know to be support and to to motivate you to be like I've got to get back here and at all costs. You know. So whether you go there to cheer it on or you volunteer or you just go there and spectate all day long, you know, it's still it's still better to be a part of the community than just to, to say or do like I'm sure you've seen it too where people say I'm stepping away from, you know, this 4-0 group for now. I, I just, you know, the money's got tied or I'm injured and, I, I, they, they just don't want to see everybody posting about the races and all that. You know, that's not what you want to do. You want to, you know, you want to be a part of the group and the community just to, you know, feel better about yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, being connected to passionate people, uh, you know, is, you know, is fun and it's, it's motivating. It's, expi- you know, it's inspiring. You know, and it, you know, it nudges me. There's no doubt that, uh, you know, I'm in, inspired by, by, you know, by the stories of everyone, by, by the community to get my ass out there and work on myself. That's right, man. I, I got to get out there and, 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 and do, do some work because, you know, I want to, I want to be on this earth as long as possible and I want to be able to climb to the mountain, climb to, to the highest mountains possible and do stuff. That's do right. badass. That's right. Badass shit. Tell you what, Gene should be in a motivator, 50, in y'all. My, in my 50s, and my 60s, and shit, there's people out there, you know, there's, there's guys like Paul LeChad out there, I think he's in his 70s, is getting out there and doing it, man. I want to be that guy. I do too, man, so bad. And I'm just, right. and right now I'm just like, man, I wonder if I'll be able to make it to the Masters division. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Well, hey, man, I got that's one more. That's fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I got one more question for you, Gene. We're getting cut. We're getting long okay. here. To this point, what has been your favorite race and why? Uh, That's a hard question. Isn't my it? favorite, yeah, it was my favorite race and why. Uh, they're all so, they're they're all special. They're yeah. all very special, and, and there's a story behind, uh, behind Every each one. one of them. But, you know, but I but I would have to tell you that the uh, you know and for me and it really is just for me that the the the, the Tahoe race is um, is as a venue and a race is, has been the most special to me um, because in my you know, my first year racing star races it was a uh, a uh, a race that I never imagined myself completing 
uh, beginning of the year, it was just, you know, you heard my story of how I got into it. It was just to, just to survive, but to be able to uh, uh, attack a mountain, um, that mountain uh, uh, was a uh, real personal accomplishment, personal accomplishment for me. Uh, that was a, there was a moment, there was a moment uh, climbing up one of the, you know, where we reached the sign uh, at the top of, of, of Squaw, Squaw Peak. Uh, it was for one of the Black Diamond runs. And the last time that I saw that sign was I was, uh, I was about 18 years old. And um, uh, we, 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 had, uh, we were skiing and I was carrying, um, you know, a bunch of beer and stuff with me. <laughs> And that's how I learned how to ski. Uh, well, I never, I never really learned how to ski well. <laughs> I learned on the black. I, le- I learned on a black diamond, um, on on a on a black diamond um, hill. What do we call that? Right. Course. Right. And so, you know, my buddies just said, "Okay, we're going up to the top, and we're going down." But it was a, it was a miserable day for me. I had no idea how to ski. I had no business being on that, being on that run. And so I must have fell, you know, a hundred times down the hill, and it was miserable. Got through it, survived. That, and that was, you know, that, that was fine. But to, to reach that same point on the peak and have that, that memory for myself where it was just absolutely miserable, to, I got up there under my own power from just a couple of years ago, having been stricken with gout and not even being able to descend the stairs without pain was a personal accomplishment. Right on, man. I had a moment. That's right. At the top of that hill. <laughs> That's right, man. It's it's like, and every time you finish a race, you'll be like, yeah, I did that. That was my race, you know, and, you know, every race is like that. It's, you, you just... You just sit back and think, and you you rest out of what you just did, and you're like, man, that was it was incredible, you know. You know, yeah, and, it, and it's something where I look back before I started doing this, and I never thought I would have been able to do stuff like this, you know. And the reason why is because I didn't try until this point, you know. And I talk to all people right. all the time, and they're like, well, man, I don't have the upper body strength to do that. I said, and then I'll tell them, well, go do it anyway. Just go do it to see how well you can do. Go do it to have fun, you know. Don't, you know, don't go out there to, you know, try to kill yourself. Go out there and enjoy yourself. Love you know? it. Love it, man. Yep. I love your, love your message. You know, love, love what you're doing, sharing, sharing. Uh, sharing these, these stories, sharing, sharing your experience. Um, you know, um, I'm looking forward to catching up with you. Um, that at a race someday. Yeah, man. Maybe we'll maybe it'll be at Tahoe this year. All right. Maybe I can put some money on a credit card and fly out there. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, hey, you get that. That's right. Hey, Gene. I appreciate your time, man. Appreciate you talking to us. That, that was fun. All right. You have a good night, bud. All right, man. Take it easy. I want to thank Gene again for uh, talking to us. Seems like a cool dude. I think it'd be fun to run a race with him one day. 
gonna try to post his video of his uh, trick shot with the spear maybe when podcast comments on Facebook page uh, check us out on Instagram and uh, leave us a rating or review on iTunes and I will be at Fort Benning this Saturday and Charlotte on Sunday come up to me and say hey Scott what's up love to hear from you uh, take it easy We'll see you at the next race. Peace.